Although the CCG often focuses on the well-being of Eastern Union County residents, we don't only focus on our human residents. Sometimes partnerships and organizations focus on a more holistic approach to well-being, whether that of people or animals. And today's guest is one of these fabulous people. So, hello, my name is Kathy Wright. I'm the executive director of the CCG. I'm also the head of the religion department, and this is Against the Grain. Today's episode focuses on our community partner portraits. So these outward-facing episodes give you a glimpse into the lives of our community partners. We get to see what amazing work they're doing every day and the way that we at the CCG and Wingate University can either help or kind of get involved with these groups. So today, our fabulous guest speaker is Darlene Kindle from Carolina Equine Rescue and Assistance. But before we get into her fabulous organization, let's start with some fun facts to help our listeners get to know you, Darlene, a little bit better. So Darlene, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Thank you. If you could turn into any animal, what animal would it be? And tell us a little bit about why. Even though I do rescue and I love all animals, my heart animal is a lazy golden retriever <laughs> that loves everybody. I love and it. Does not judge. Oh, two really good qualities, and they're just so adorable. Oh, just, yes. You just want to hug them all day. Yep. Ah, well, I think if you were a Labrador retriever, I would definitely come hang out with you every day. Um, Thank you. I have one here to prove it. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yes. and and for everyone that comes on our, our podcast, we always ask this second question because we love the variety of answers and there are no wrong answers. So if you were quarantined for two weeks with three different people, they could be celebrities, famous people, they could be alive, they could be dead. Who would you choose and why? Oh, boy. Um. Picasso. Picasso. Mm. Picasso. Oh, I love it. Um, I like to pick people's brains mm. and see where, how they think. Um, I think another one would be Kennedy. Oh. Um, I, I like to have, I always dig for knowledge. And I think another one would be probably Frank Sinatra. Oh, great choice. Oh, my goodness. So do um, you like Frank Sinatra's music? Oh, yes, very much. Very mm. much. Do you have a favorite song or a favorite kind of group New of songs? York. New York. Oh. Your, your quarantine party would be great. Great conversations and great music. Wonderful. Well, now that we've gotten to know you just a little bit more, we are going to begin. Before we get into your work, Darlene, with the Carolina Equine Rescue and Assistance, let's have our listeners know a little bit about you. So are you from the area? Have you lived in this area for a long time? And is there something you would love our community to know about you? I am originally from Erie, Pennsylvania. 
right on Lake Erie, where we would get mountains and mountains of snow. I was going to say, that's a chilly swim. It is. I was a single parent, and my mom lived down here, and I moved down here, I'm going to tell you, over 25 years ago. So I'm kind of planted here. I have loved on animals all my life. My dad, who is 89 years old, still takes on cats and feeds feral cats. And I have always helped animals. My dad taught me that at a very young age. Wow. And I just, one thing led to another. It doesn't even matter what animal it is. And I've helped some pretty strange animals over the years. Well, now you're gonna so, you're gonna make me ask you what is the most strange animal that you cared for over the years? The birds, parrots, very expensive birds, um, conyers, a wild pig. Hmm. Please, that that, that was a nightmare. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it and was, what how hard. how did you move to horses or did it just happen? I saw a need in this county. I'm not sure what the statistic is right now, but Union County is in the top three counties in the state per capita of horses. I didn't and know that. I saw the need for an advocate and someone with knowledge. Now, how I began my knowledge was. My daughter was in 4-H, and she was in a horse club, and she traveled nationals, um, world, and I always had to drill her on horse bowl, hippology, horse judging, so that's where my knowledge started, and then I just continued and continued. No one ever told me I, had, I could quit, so I was kind of like a 4-H mom. I love it. And, and then the Caroline Equine Rescue. Tell us a little bit about this specific organization. Like, what is your mission statement? What is your purpose? I think we got a hint about it. So tell us a little bit about the, the rescue. You saw a need, and then you built this kind of organization. I didn't expect my rescue to get as big as it is. I just wanted to help animals. On Facebook, I have nearly 12,000 followers. How that happened, I have no idea. Wow. And they are from all around the world. But I, there are a lot of dog rescues, a lot of cat rescues, but no equine. And it really surprised me. So that's how I started it. And my daughter being in 4-H in the horse club, hey, I put two and two together. Wonderful. Combined it. So what does it look like a, a day in the life of, of your rescue? Do you take in a lot of horses? Do you have to care for them? Is it a lot of medical? Is it more um, kind of a dignity of life for the horses? Are they older, younger? I never know. Every day is different. My day, there's no sense in me having a schedule because if an animal comes up, if I get a call, then I got to drop everything and change everything. I mainly work with law enforcement and animal control. They, I take the worst of the worst horses, the ones that are severely emaciated, the ones that are severely abused. Um, 
I do not take healthy animals. And I rehab them and we assess them. We get, get them fat and happy and comfortable and try and adopt them out to good homes. There is no age, no, no age limit. It's from young to aged horses. And I don't like the word old, they're aged. They're aged. There yes. are super seniors. Yes, yes. Ah, tell me one of your best memories. I would, I love for our listeners to, to kind of hear your best memory. Of a rescue? Of a rescue, of your organization. Um, I think it was seven or eight years ago. I got a call. There was a emaciated horse standing on a trailer. No food, no water in July. Oof. Young horse came to be that she was only four years old. Well, we got her here and we got her in a stall. We got her all comfy and she was a BLM, which was one of the Bureau of Land Management Mustangs. She was rounded up with the helicopter when she was very young. She was separated from her mother. I was able to track all this by her tattoo. The BLM told me everything they knew about her. And she went to several different farms, several different people. She was not treated very kindly. She had what we call hobbles on her back legs because she was a kicker. They kind of like chained them. Mm. Um, she was beaten. You could see the scars. And she was not she was not aggressive, but she was on guard. She would not strike at you, but if you threatened her, then she would do something. Mm. Okay. So she got a very bad taste in her mouth of humans. So what am I going to do with her? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with her? She's not really adoptable. I can't really do anything with her. Um, you know, more than likely she's not liable. And it wouldn't even be fair to her. She was not happy. You could see the sorrow in her eyes. So... First, I had to find a name. I searched and I searched and I searched. And I found Willow. Beautiful. Willow means you can bend, but I rarely break. Strength. Um, so we got her fat. We tried to get her out of the stall one day. It took us three hours to try and get her out of her safe place. She did not want to leave that stall. But we wanted to walk her around. And it was numerous people that tried to help her coax her out of the stall. Finally, we did. So we used to take her for a walk around the property. All right, she's getting better and better and better. What am I going to do with her? So I decided that I was going to contact every Mustang sanctuary there was and tell them Willow's story. And... I probably contacted about 15 of them, and I got one response from a lady named Jackie Fleming in Sorellis, New Mexico, and Jackie agreed to take her. I'm not sure how many acres Jackie has in Mexico, 
but it's like thousands and thousands of acres. And she agreed to take it. And I just, I broke down. I broke down because she wanted to be where she knew the lifestyle she had mm-hmm. on an open range, no humans, nothing. So back then, eight years ago, we raised $5,000 to ship her first class air ride in a double stall from North Carolina to Mexico. And it was awesome. She was treated like royalty. That is amazing. That is an amazing story. And she's still there. She's got a boyfriend from day one. His name is Bai. And Jackie stays in touch with me every year. The power of working together. You are a community partner in Union County and you do amazing work. What are some of your main goals for maybe this year or coming up? I know with COVID, it kind of threw a wrench in a lot of things, but tell us what are some of your main goals, whether it's short-term or even long-term? Well, I recently took on a um, volunteer position with the ASPCA for a an advocacy, um, writing letters to congressmen, senators, to try and get bills and, pa- and laws passed for equine and for other animals, puppy mills, you know, whatever is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to make a difference. I want to help these animals, whether it be, you know, education, which is the main key educating people and trying to find avenues that are affordable for them Mm -hmm. for healthy animals and also for you know keeping their animals safe and healthy Mm -hmm. i have also started and unfortunately with COVID, this would have been our second year i created a program for winged children or students where the children and students, if they were majoring in veterinary science, then they were able to do their pre-internship here at the farm and work with hodgepodge of animals, from babies to age to difficult to lazy to whatever. And I would be sharing my knowledge with them, passing it forward. I love that. And we did it two years ago. We had a blast. Never knew what we were going to do every day. And I only allow two students to come so I can give them their undivided attention. They get one horse per week. And this is during their summer break. Mm -hmm. They get one horse per week. And they are responsible for that horse. I have 14 horses right now. Wow. And we had fun. I had clinicians come in. I had my vet come in, my farrier come in. I had a trainer come in. Um, This is something that the children are not taught when they go into their classes, into their college courses, the hands-on part. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why we we love to partner with with community partners like yourself because it is that hands-on that transformational experience that gives them a wealth it it deepens their knowledge the wealth of knowledge that they gain Um, and it really is a reciprocal relationship they come and help you and you help them it's it's that back and forth yeah that's wonderful so two students come their pre-vet in the summer what i want to ask you a little bit about is um, so the goals that I heard from the, our conversation is that you're working to kind of foster education, a lot of education about how to care for animals, specifically horses in this case, but but yeah. all animals. And also you're volunteering to be an advocate to write policy, to, to move towards protection for our other than human friends in our communities. So specifically, is there... Is there ways that you could see um, Winget students kind of partnering? What is the best way that we, as kind of the CCG and Winget University, uh, built upon this kind of reciprocal process? How could we be involved? Is there projects? Do you see like kind of classroom interaction? What would you like? Help spreading the word with proper education, literature actually sitting down and talking to people, okay? Instead of handing them out a pamphlet or a sheet of paper, where's that gonna end up? That's gonna end up in the trash, okay? Talk to people and show the public that you care. You really do care. Take time with them, as much time as they need. Children, children are going to go back and tell their parents, what they learned and I know it's a little difficult now with you know the schools and Mm -hmm. everybody all in a tizzy because they don't even know how to do their classes online but (laughs) true and that's sad that part's sad but children children love animals Mm -hmm. I used to have a lot of groups come to my farm boy scouts girl scouts 4-H I even had a battered women's shelter out here one year. Um, that was cool. We did a fall festival. Um, but I love sharing the knowledge that I have. And I want to. I want to pass it on. Mm-hmm. And we love doing that at the CCG because you do have a wealth of information that our textbooks don't that really okay. will will help us be a thriving community for all our members, human or otherwise. Um, so you, you talk about your farm. Is your farm close to Wingate? Is it farther away? Kind of where are you situated in Union County? I am less than five minutes from you guys. Oh, really? I didn't realize you were so close. Do you know where Rockrest Elementary School is? Yes, I do. I'm Kitty Corner. I'm ah. Kitty Corner from Rockrest. Do you hear that, student listeners? So if you have an RSO that is all about education and thriving communities and you want to get more involved, we have a community partner. If any classes are out there that you see education or advocacy, policy writing, public civil discourse, things like that, think think outside the box. We have a community partner that is very close, a stone's throw away from us. Um, I am very open Students, if they present something to me, if they want something, if they want to learn something, I will make it happen. I will do my darndest to make it happen. So throw an idea at me, 
and it's got to, of course, involve the animals, I'm willing to open up to whatever you guys need. Wow. Do you hear that? The gauntlet has been thrown down, Wingate University, and uh, let's let's see who picks it up. So if people are interested in, in kind of partnering with you or looking to join you on, on some of the projects you're already doing, how do they get involved? Like, how do they contact you? Can they go to their social media sites? Tell us a little bit about that. They can go to my Facebook page. They can message me. They can call me. Um, I, I have a website. Um, my phone number, the address is plastered all over social media. Great. Um, and do they just look up Caroline, uh, Carolina Equine uh, Rescue? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's wonderful. So tell us a little bit of your trajectory for next year or the next few months. Um, do you have any plans, anything you want to tell us about that you're dreaming up? You know, I have a lot of dreams, but with everything that's happened, I don't know. You know, you don't know if anything. Yeah. I'm the type of person that if I get an idea in my head, I don't let it go. I'm going to do it. Okay. Yep. I'm going to push and push and push. Um, I would like to teach more. I really would. Um, and it's not the pre-vet students. It's teach and educate on the need for the children of the future to stop the abuse stop the neglect show them how we can do that i love it so all you listeners out there and in, in maybe from union county public schools or from the wingate campus community um this is a fabulous partner to get involved with so lots of ways to contact arlene and uh, we're so grateful that you were here and told us a little bit about your organization and where your heart's at and why your heart is where it is um, is there anything else that you would love to share with us um, during this podcast? My farm is not your normal farm. I've got a goat named George who knows his name, um, and he sleeps with the minis. My farm is unique. I let my animals open up to their personality, okay? A lot of people, they want to mold the animal to their lifestyle. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got a little foo foo dog. Okay, this dog's gonna, you know, go with me and travel and whatever. Let the animal have their own personality. Let them have their own being. So that's what I do. I've got, like I said, a goat named George. He knows his name. He also knows George No and George Out. Um, <laughs> he is, he's a hoot. I've got a blind, off-the-track thoroughbred that when he is done eating his meal, he will pick up his bowl and shake his head with his bowl in his mouth. And I also have peacock. Oh. I, that is a hobby of mine. I remember when I was a little girl, my dad used to take us to a place that had peacock. Oh, wow. And I always thought that they were just so beautiful absolutely beautiful with their tail spans and all that horses horses are very majestic they are and that is my 
idea of a horse. A horse can a horse can be very good therapy for everyone if they allow it. True. If you, if you open yourself up to another creature, then you learn yes. something about yourself. And a horse will lower blood pressure, it's a fact. A horse will calm stress, it's a fact. All you have to do is grab a brush and start brushing. Talk to that animal. Horses aren't going to talk back. And they're going to let you know what they like and don't like. And they understand you. They truly do. They understand your body language. And they can sense your, your emotions. But people don't allow them. So if we partnered and kind of worked a lot more with you, we will learn more about ourselves and all the creatures around us from your farm. Exactly, exactly. I do field trips, too, with some of the minis. When you say minis, are you talking mini horses? Yeah, yeah. I have mini horses. Is that part of the 15? Are they different? No, they're, they're part of them. Wonderful. No, yeah. I don't own a horse. I don't have a horse of my own. These are all the rescued horses. Wonderful. Well, we're so glad you came and shared with us. There's That was, to me, very much a moment of zen, is getting to know your horse neighbors and letting them get to know you. So thank you for coming and taking time to be part of our podcast. And for all our listeners out there, stay tuned for some more exciting Against the Grain episodes where we focus on sowing the seeds of change in eastern Union County. Bye. Bye. Thank you.